Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Power Man Podcast. My name is Rory Pocket, and I am your host. I want to thank you all for tuning in today. Um, I've been forgetting to mention it in our last couple podcasts, so let me get this out of the way right up front. Um, uh, if you want to contact us, send us some comments, um, you know, stories, uh, anything else you have to say, uh, reach out. Uh, maybe you have some ideas or some opinions. Love to hear all of it. Uh, best way to reach us is on Instagram, and it is at Power of Man Podcast. All one word, at Power of Man Podcast on Instagram. Best way to reach us. So I hope that we will uh, hear more from you guys and. Um, uh, you'll reach out whenever you're ready. We've had a lot of really neat comments and um, podcast is growing. So I want to thank you all for that. Uh, it really means a lot that you will spend a couple minutes with us like you do. So thank you. Uh, as we get going, uh, you probably can tell by my voice a little bit under the weather today. Um, you know, when it's five degrees and, uh, you know, three feet of snow one day, and then it's literally 52 degrees and the snow all melts the very next day, um, allergies kind of kick you. So pardon me for one second while I take a sip of my beverage. <clears throat> yeah. And if you're a friend of the program, you know that we're drinking Freedom Hill coffee today. Um, dark, rich, beautiful. Uh, absolutely. Uh, blast your taste buds and uh, soothes what is ailing you. So check them out at, at Freedom Hill Coffee on Instagram, at Freedom Hill Coffee on Instagram. Uh, once, you, once you try them, you'll never go back. Give it a shot. <clears throat> so here we go. Um, really cool thing happened to me today, and I wanted to tell you guys about it because it, it had to do a lot with some things that I've been thinking about. Um, you've all heard the, the proverb, I'm sure, of the, uh, the preacher uh, the new preacher coming to the congregation. Um, I'll just go ahead and recount it real quick. New preacher comes to the congregation. No one's met him yet. And uh, before he, uh, you know, goes in and introduces himself to everybody, he dresses up um, in rags and, uh, you know, covers himself in soot and uh, makes himself look like, you know, a homeless person, basically. Um, goes up to people, asks for money. Um, you know, is, uh, is met with all sorts of rude comments, rude behavior. And, um, nobody in the entire congregation gives him the time of day. He, uh, walks up to the, the current preacher, uh, who's in the congregation and, uh, you know, asks him, you know, Hey, you know, can you please help me out? Of course, you know, the, the preacher wants to help him. Um, gives him, you know, a few bucks and says, you know, bless you. And I, I wish I could do more. And, <clears throat> um, but not one member of the congregation helps the guy out. So the next day he comes in dressed the exact same way and walks right up to the pulpit <laughs> and takes off the old clothes and straightens his hair out. And he's wearing his his collar and his robes and he introduces himself and he says, you know, hi, I'm, I'm your new preacher. And many of you met me yesterday and everybody was just silent, just silent. Of course, you know, the moral to the story is that 
people from a church. You know, we're nowhere near as as giving and as thoughtful and as forgiving as they should have been. And um, the first thing that anybody did, even when they were in their church, was judge. This is something that we're talking about today because um, of an experience that I had. Um, I've known this lady. Uh, we don't work together, but we work in similar fields. Our paths cross regularly. Uh, we have similar customers, you know, that types of things. And um, for about the last four years, we've just had sort of a courteous, you know, ongoing, um, you know, acquaintanceship. We didn't really know each other's names, uh, <laughs> but we, you know, we're always pleasant. You know, oh, hey, how are you today? How's things going? You know, blah, blah, blah. Today, um, you know, I passed her again, uh, and we happen to be, you know, setting up our respective, uh, you know, things in close proximity to one another for a few minutes. And I made a little more conversation than normal. I was like, you know, hey, you know, how are you enjoying your Monday? You getting through it? You know, simple, small talk. And she goes, you know, it's, it's been a little different this Monday. <laughs> it's just a little harder to take. And I said, I'm sorry to hear that. And I said, but you know what? It'll be Tuesday soon, so don't worry. And she just said, yeah, yeah, well. And I could have left it at that. It would have been real simple to just leave it at that. But I kind of sensed that she wasn't doing okay. And I said, you know, what made it so bad? I'm just curious. And she turned around and talked to me, and she was crying. Uh, Not sobbing, but, you know, tears coming out of her eyes. And and I said, whoa, you know, what, uh, what happened? You want to talk about it? And she just unloaded, like we'd been friends for, you know, 30 years. And uh, she said, you know, a woman came in uh, to church this morning. She said, I go to church every Monday morning. And a woman came into church this morning, and, uh, you know, she was was begging for money and asked, uh, you know, a whole bunch of people, and everybody said no. And, you know, she came over to me and asked, and... She said, you know, I had $22 in my pocket. I had a $20 bill and two singles. And I sure couldn't give her the $20 because I kind of needed that for gas. She said, but, you know, I gave her the two singles. And I said, look, I know it's not a lot, but I hope it helps. You know, bless you. And the woman said, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And she went on to the next person. And I said, well, okay. I mean, you know, I do that too. I said, I used to have a pretty hard line look at, at that sort of thing. But as we discussed in episode 25, um, the man on the corner, if you haven't heard that one, you definitely want to go back and and listen to that one, especially today. But, um, you know, I've, I've made it known to everybody. I, I used to, you know, take a very hard line with that sort of thing. And now, honestly, if I have a couple bucks in my pocket and somebody else needs it, I'm absolutely going to give it to them. Um, that's based on my own history, which we can get into a little bit later. But, you know, back to the story, um, I, I told her this sort of quickly, and I said, I, you know, that doesn't sound terrible. And she said, no, you know, what was terrible was all of the people that were around me just just attacked me and called me naive and stupid and how could I do that? And I just threw my money away and she's just going to use it on drugs and, you know, so on. And she said, I just couldn't believe, you know, 
I mean, I am gullible and I am really giving. And I know that I, I give too much and I, you know, I don't think, I think the best in people. And if somebody needs help, I want to help them if I can. And I'm looking at her. I said, so, so you didn't do anything wrong. I said, you did a nice thing. And I said, but the thing that really upset you was the way the other people in your congregation acted towards you. And she started to cry a little more. She said, yeah, I've known these people forever. And they all just judged me like that. She said, one woman actually called me stupid. And I thought back to, you know, the proverb, you know, that I had heard years ago about the preacher, the new preacher coming to the congregation. And I I said to her, you know, wouldn't it be funny if that woman who came up and asked for, for the money, if she turned out to be, you know, your new preacher next week. (laughs) And she laughed for a minute and said, I've heard that story. Yeah. But then she went on and she said, you know, I I appreciate you telling me that, you know, it's not stupid. And I just, I don't understand why everybody judged me. And maybe I, I did the wrong thing. I mean, I mean, I guess, you know, maybe she, maybe she is going to use it for drugs. I don't know. And I said, listen, 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 hold on a second. I said, you did a good thing to help somebody out because you thought it was the right thing to do and you had the means to do it. I mean, you had the $2 in your pocket to hand to her. You didn't hurt yourself. You didn't hurt your family by giving it to her. I said, you have to know that. So to hell with everybody else, if they have a problem with you, let them worry about them. And I said, as far as what she's going to use it for, (laughs) that's not up to us. I said, that's between her and God. And I'm not the most religious guy. You can insert whatever you want, you know, who, whoever you worship or however you, you handle your life, whatever your preferences are and your beliefs. But I believe that that's between them and God. That's their business. And she got very relieved all at once. And, um, you know, we talked some more. I won't bore you with every single line that went back and forth. But at the end of it, she goes, you know, we've never really talked to each other. I have no idea why I told you this today. And I said, you know, let's recap a couple of things. You weren't even going to go to church today. You had kind of decided not to. You told me that earlier. And you decided to go anyway. This woman happens to show up. She asks everybody else. You see everybody else say no. And you still have the bravery to say, yeah, I'll give you two of my last $22 that I happen to have before payday. I said, you and I have known each other on and off for four years, and we don't even know each other's names. And today, we happen to be in the same aisle, at the same spot, in the same (laughs) place. And we happen to strike up a conversation. I said, I don't normally, you know, go out of my way to make a lot of small talk with, you know, everybody else that I run into. And today, I happen to do that. And even after I could have ended it and walked away, I felt some need to ask you, if you're all right, <laughs> what made your Monday so bad? 
And I said, you know, it, it sounds to me like everything kind of happened for a reason today. And she said, you know, that's, that's a really good point. And I said, so whatever money you gave her probably happened for some reason also. And I said, you know, I'm not sure how deep anybody believes what, but maybe God sent her to you. And that kind of rocked her a little bit. But we talked a little bit more and and, uh, she just said, you know, thank you. Just thank you for talking to me. I, I have no idea, again, why I even brought this up to you today, but wow, I feel totally different. I feel like this huge weight's just lifted off me. And I just said, you know, I, I don't really know how this happened either, but I'm glad it did. And I, I hope that you can feel good about doing what you think is right, moving forward. And I hope that you can adopt a standpoint of to hell with everybody else if they don't like it. The neat story. So why am I telling you guys about this today on the Power Man podcast? (laughs) There's a couple of things that came to me out of this that I just wanted to share. The first of which, obviously, is we all suffer from this just insane fear of judgment. No matter how many times you say out loud to or to yourself or, you know, you write it down that you don't give a darn about what anybody else has to say or what they think. You do. To some degree, we all do. And that's beyond not right. You all know at this point my story, at least uh, most of you do if you've listened to the podcast for a while. And, you know, when we hit our really, really low point and we had basically lost everything, we got judged by everybody. Everybody. And we got to a point where even the folks who were willing to help a little bit, you know, ran out of patience and just said, you know, you don't know how to handle your own money. I, you know, you're irresponsible and I just can't help you anymore. And a lot of people, including family, basically just said, look, can't help you. Sorry. Good luck. Maybe you should get another job. (laughs) Like that wasn't already going on. And to this day, I'm still judged for things that happened, decisions I made. We all worry about that. Being judged like that can cripple you. So the first thing I want to talk about is, you know, that. We all know how hard it is to stomach that. We all know how much it hurts when it happens to us. But how many times do we do it to everybody else? 
How many of you guys out there look at, you know, the man on the corner with the sign that says, you know, hey, need help? You know, kids at home, no job, anything is 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 helpful, blah, 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 right? If a woman comes up to you, you know, saying, like, you know, is there any way you can spare a couple dollars? I'm just trying to get this done or whatever. How many of you look down your nose, like I used to, at these people, and you say, well, I'm not going to give you money for drugs? That's judgment. And all I know, and I said this in, in episode 25, all I know is that when someone gets to the point of of begging, of, of asking for money because they, they're dying, for whatever reason, when they get to that point, they are at their lowest And one of the reasons why I changed the way I look at that sort of scenario is because when I was at my lowest, everybody I knew turned their back on me. And I'm not going to let that happen to somebody else if I can help it. When I drive somebody who's standing on the corner with a sign, you know, yeah. I'm that guy that rolls down his window and hands him a couple bucks. Says, I know it's not not a lot, but, you know, hope it helps. Bless you. Because when you're in that position, you're at your lowest point. And no matter what it's for, and no matter how it, it happens, and no matter what they go and do with it after that, you know what? Nobody should be that desperate and not get some help. And if God puts me in a position where I need to be that person who gives them that help that day, then you know what? I'm going to step up to the plate and do it. And yes, that's very different from the guy that I was 20 years ago. So I wanted to put that reminder out there you know, after this event that happened to me today. Because judging is such a big deal, of course. But the other part that I wanted to talk about is sort of the other end of this scenario, and that is... This woman that I talked to today... She did the right thing. And, and I realize even that statement's a judgment. I think it's the right thing. She believed it was the right thing. So let me, let me rephrase that and say she did what she believed to be the right thing. She was ridiculed for it, hammered for it. I mean, it made her feel terrible. But at some point when we were going back and forth, I said, you know, if somebody walked in right now and came up to you and asked for money and you had, you know, a couple bucks to give them, would you do anything differently based on the way everybody treated you today? And she very quickly said no, because it was the right thing to do. 
I just don't understand why I got, I caught so much flack for it. And now this lady is like four feet tall, (laughs) bum knee, working her butt off every time I see her. And even all the jeers and sneers and, and, uh, judgments that she got hit with, even being treated so badly by people that she's known for years that she ended up in tears telling me the story. Even all of that repercussion did not change her one ounce in terms of what she thought was the right thing to do. And that struck me today too. Because how often does that stop us? How many times have you known what the right thing to do was, but you knew you'd get ridiculed for it? And so you didn't do it. Maybe it's, you know, you shouldn't be drinking that, you know, that last beer, but you're with your boys. And, you know, you don't want to have them, you know, give you all this grief and, and razz you. So you drink it anyway. Maybe you had this great business idea and you just loved it and you researched it and you really felt good about it. And then you told somebody about it and they were like, you know, that just sounds kind of stupid. And that judgment right there just derailed your whole thing. And you said, you know, yeah, maybe maybe it is stupid. I probably shouldn't do that. Because none of us want to be embarrassed. But all of that relates back to your inner power. If you believe something's right, then damn it, you've got to just stand by your conviction. You got to have some conviction. That's having some power. The power to stand up, the power to stand up for yourself and your own beliefs and your own ideas. If somebody's telling you, hey, this is the way things should go. This is the way this should happen. This is what's right. If you don't do this, you're selfish. And you've done research. And you've talked to professionals. And and you know that that isn't true and that what you believe is actually the truth. Don't cave. Stand up. Reach deep inside, find your power, and grab a hold of it. And say, I believe in myself. I have to believe in my own judgment. If I believe that this is right, then I can't let anybody tell me 
that it's not. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to that had really neat business ideas. And then they went and talked to somebody who knew nothing about business, who didn't know anything about the field they were working in, and who just simply, for some reason or another, were uncomfortable with what they were hearing. And whether they came right out and said, no, that's stupid and you shouldn't do it, or they said, well, you know, you know, it's risky, maybe you should think about it. I mean, look, there's lots of ways to judge. But at the end of the day, you owe your loyalty to the people who depend on you and to you. And it's pretty difficult to serve those people that depend on you if you can't believe in yourself. So brothers, today, I just want to take this simple story. I want to throw it out there for you to think about. And I want to ask you, how would you have reacted if you were the person that this lady walked up to and asked for money? And then take it a step further and say, you know, how would you have reacted if this lady walked up to your buddy? and asked for money, and your buddy gave it to her. How would you have acted? What would you have thought? What would your judgment of him, or of her, or of the situation, what would that judgment have looked like? And are you ready someday to have that same judgment levied against you? One thing we try to do here is look hard in the mirror. Because the one thing we have control of is us. How we think, how we feel, how we act, how we react. And I want to encourage you to take a deep dive look at yourself in that scenario. And when you've done that, ask yourself if you've let the judgment of others stop you from pursuing something you believed in, doing something you knew you should do or that you really wanted to do. I mean, how many of you guys have talked to me about business ideas? A lot. And how many of you have started them? Not many. And I'll bet that somewhere along the way, you talked to somebody else about it too, and they judged the hell out of you, and they shot you down. And you took that on and said, yeah, I don't, I don't want to be looked at that way. I don't want to be embarrassed. I probably should just stop. Yeah, yeah, that's what I should do. Damn it, guys, stop letting everybody else tell us what we should and shouldn't be doing. Stop letting the people we know, people in our own family, 
people we don't know online on social media. I mean, stop letting anyone tell you what you know is right. Stop letting them tell you that that's wrong. Stop letting anybody else crush a dream that you may have. If you try it and it doesn't work, I mean, that's one thing. But if you think it's a really good idea and someone else is shooting it down and you just go, yeah, that's probably not something I should do. Damn it, man. Where's your power? That's what it's for. Because even when nobody else believes in you, you have to find a way to believe in you. And I believe that you can do that. And I think you should do that because no matter what anybody else says, gentlemen, you're worth it. You are worth it. You are worth fighting for. But you've got to fight for you first before anybody else is going to jump in. I believe that with all my heart. And I hope you can find a way to believe it too. Till next time.